Welcome to Prince Track by Track. Today we're going to be talking about Love or Money uh, from the Kiss single. Uh, recorded on the 9th of July 1985 at the Warehouse on Washington Avenue and released on the 5th of February 1986. On the track it is Prince and the Revolution with Eric Leeds. This is the earliest contribution from Eric Leeds. This is the first time that he um, played on a Prince track. Um, you know, and... Uh, previous to this, he'd been in the family uh, the kind of the year before. And, uh, you know, here he was joining uh, the um, joining the revolution, essentially, uh, for this for this album. Um, obviously, we've got Wendy and Lisa. We've got Bobby Z, Brown Mark and Dr. Fink. And uh, Susanna is also there doing backing vocals. And the, the song itself is three minutes, 57. Uh, though there are longer versions of the song that exist. And uh, joining me to talk about this is Noah McMullen. Hello, Noah. Hi. And um, for a genre, I mean, I, th- I think it's really weird because, I mean, it kind of feels like it's just meant to be like a straight pop song. Pretty pretty much. I, I would I would classify it in the same sort of uh, sphere as like the Batman soundtrack. But that's, that's how I think about it anyways. And I mean, the thing is as well, it's kind of the way the song is repeated is you have the words love or money repeated. Yeah. Like, I mean... Every single line just repeated constantly. Love all money. Love all money. Love all money. Over and over again. Um, and then over the top of that, you have Prince kind of singing, not verses or choruses, because obviously the chorus, love all money, is just going throughout the entire song. Um, yeah. But just kind of, um, you know, I mean, under certain circumstances, you'd think he was just making this stuff up as he went along. Like, <laughs> you know, because it has that kind of very improvised feel to it of him just kind yeah. of... Set. I mean, the fact that he kind of has the like simple rhymes like where he's got um tell me what's your name what's your claim to fame don't you like silly games you know like, it's the kind of the easy rhymes suggest that he's just kind of thinking of the, the lyrics he's, as he's, he's going playing along. around but i mean i don't i don't think it's uh worse for it necessarily i mean it doesn't seem like there's a huge amount of thought that's gone into the, the what the lyrics are saying you know aside uh-huh. from just the words love or money repeated over and over again and obviously it's worth saying that you know on the kiss single it's written as a heart symbol or a dollar sign yeah. <laughs> but considering that the the um, film is set in the south of france you would think that that dollar sign should be like a you know a french franc or something but um you know, uh, obviously, you know, to print symbol. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the euro didn't come around. Not, not at the time, that. but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would think the dollar needed to be something different to represent money. But obviously, this is this is Prince's language that we're, we're kind yeah. of talking now. Um, but yeah, so like these lyrics, um, you know, um, Prince saying, baby, nothing comes for free now. If you want to be with me now, what's it going to be now? Is it love or is it money? Uh, um, it, it sounds more threatening when it's not in the context of the song. <laughs> yeah, and it's worth saying as well that um, it's not like Prince is singing it in a falsetto, but it's it's yeah. kind of it sounds a little bit. It's not quite Camille, but it sounds it's like proto Camille. I would say definitely. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like his voice is a, is kind of artificially higher, but not uh-huh. not not um, not actually it, 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 in a falsetto voice. If I mean, it's like it's sense. kind of like, it's like, like housequake levels. I would say. Yeah. Um, it's and, similar and, to Housequake in a couple of ways, I would say, actually. Yeah, I mean, I could see that, yeah. Uh, but also, we have the, you know, throughout the song, you have Eric Leeds and his saxophone just kind of um, mm-hmm. kind of meandering almost, <laughs> like in the background. Uh-huh. There's a lot of kind of saxophone here and there, um, but it doesn't, it's not like there's any kind of sustained saxophone solo or there's a saxophone hook. There's just like bits and pieces of saxophone throughout the song. Um, yeah. 
you know, and Prince says, tell me, tell me what's your name, what's your claim to fame? Uh, you see, I don't like silly games. Is it love or is it money? Obviously, the, the refrain of is it love or is it money kind of pops up here and there. You know, tell mm. me what's on your mind. Are we just making time? Will our spirits rhyme? <laughs> uh, that's not that's not quite as neat as the other rhymes, but, uh, but... still, I mean, obviously, within the it's it's worth mentioning, of course, within the film, um, we hear "Love or Money." It's it's you know it's actually in the film, but it's it's not on the album. It's just here as a B side. Um, yeah, you know, there's it's only two B sides. Barely there. Yeah, there's yeah. It, it appears in a, it I appears was... in a shopping montage, which obviously was super popular in a lot of eighties uh-huh. films. Yeah, everyone loves that. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of so quiet, and it's only for about like forty seconds that you wouldn't really even <laughs> notice it, it unless someone pointed it out to you. So it's kind of unusual that way. Um, but this is like the this B side and the B side Alexa de Paris are two of the B sides not featured on. The hits the B sides, um, mm. which is a kind of an unusual thing. I mean, I don't know why Prince chose to not have the B sides from, um, you know, Parade put on there, but he kept the B sides from Batman. Um, so the three B sides from Batman are on the hits the B sides, but the this one and Alexa de Paris, which admittedly Alexa de Paris is just a another kind of instrumental in the in the style of Venus de Milo. Um, uh-huh. You know, I don't know why he didn't put those on the hits the B side. Um, but I mean, there's maybe a reason which we'll talk about in a bit why he probably didn't put yeah, this one on. Yeah, <laughs> kind of swept it under the rug, I guess. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So you know, Prince says, "I'm going to shake my hips to the east, shake my hips to the west, till you make up your mind that my hip is best." <laughs> I mean, uh, I I mean, I don't know. And then of course he says, uh, "I said, baby, let me take you by the hand, make you understand that I ain't no silly man. Uh, got to let me know, is it love or is it money?" Um, and, you know, obviously uh, there is actually a Prince song called Silly Man. So, I don't know, maybe that's just mm. a little inside reference um, at this point. But, I mean, it's funny because the song itself, it doesn't really feel like it's the Christopher Tracy character like asking these questions. Because, obviously, you know, in, yeah. the, in the film, there are, there are a few songs uh, that are featured on Parade that kind of do feel like they're from the perspective of Christopher Tracy. But this, this doesn't really feel like it has a perspective. It just feels like it's a lot of no, questions. Not really. You know, they kind of go back to the nothing comes for free if you want to be with, with me now. Um, you know, mm. and <laughs> uh, towards the end, we kind of get this thing where Prince says he was bad. He, yeah. was, he was fresh. This part is interesting. <laughs> All the women say he was the best. He had money up to his neck, but it didn't mean a heck. The boy was in need of some diehard pussy, the kind of drawers that last. Heck a buff, good God, I I want you. <laughs> Heck a buff, yeah, is is another another interesting turn of phrase. I mean, I think the the funny thing is, like I said, this doesn't feel like it's from the point of view of Christopher Tracy, uh, but yeah. like kind of these these weird things of like he had money up to his neck, but it didn't mean a heck. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, obviously, it's a that's a really weird kind of censorship when the next line is, but the boy was in the... Yeah, go straight to pussy. pussy after that. Yeah. So, I, I, it's, a, it's I, yeah, it's just a kind of it's Zero kind of to weird. 60, very quickly. And as I, but, I mean, obviously, that's just for the rhyme, isn't it? He's just saying that yeah. to get the rhyme. But at the same time, then he, he just completely goes off. And <laughs> we could play for days if you get tired. Give me that mayonnaise. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, and then he calls out the band saying revolution put a groove on the bus don't worry about me don't worry about us um, you know and then <laughs> towards the end he says give me that Vaseline gotta slide the oh. girls know what I mean um, <laughs> I, I don't know I, I feel like you know I, in, a, in a way it's kind of 
you know, it's it's kind of fitting that this was, you know, a B-side that Prince kind of didn't want on the B-side collection. Because I could yeah. almost see him a few years later listening to this and being like, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> what was I talking about? Or just like, <laughs> yeah, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some nice, you know, there's some nice kind of production from, from the band. But uh-huh. the band are, uh, are you know, as, as the revolution always were, they're really good. But it just feels like the lyrics aren't saying anything kind of particular, even though, you know, the title of it's Love or Money. And obviously that fits uh-huh. in with the theme of the film uh, where Christopher Tracy is trying to get money from a rich woman, um, <laughs> but also accidentally falls in love with her and then, spoiler alert, gets killed. Um, you know, yeah. that kind of... I mean, But I mean, love or money is kind of a different question here than it is in Under the Cherry Moon, I would say. Is yeah. It's it's not the same point that it's uh, making in the movie for sure. No, I mean especially because no. in the movie, like he, you know, the 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 kind of conflict that comes between, um, you know, Prince and and Jerome and you know, Kristen's got Thomas and her family. I don't think mm. it comes from money so much as it is a little bit of a kind of class warfare thing going on. Yeah. Um, you know, in pat- in particular, the fact that they go on about the Recasto, you know, that whole scene, which is mm-hmm. <laughs> which is quite fun. But you know, like. You know the disapproval that that uh, Stephen Burkoff feels for Prince has got really nothing to do with the fact that he has money or doesn't have money. You know, it's it's a kind of a class thing that's kind of going on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the south of France, of course, where everyone is is very kind of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know, I, I, I I've spoken so much about that film. It's kind of it's just kind of weird. But this this song itself doesn't feel particularly strong. So I can kind of see why Prince was like, yeah, I'll put that as a B side. You know. Yeah, um, it's it, it's not like the the best, but I mean, it's not. It, it is a definite B side. I would say it, if you told me that this was. I mean, if you, like, told me to think of a Prince B-side, this would be what I thought of. Uh, I think, personally, like, Prince, you know, he liked to experiment sometimes. Um, yeah. And so this is an interesting kind of experimentation, you know, like, he's finally kind of got, you know, a saxophonist as part of his band. And so he's obviously mm. said to Eric Leeds, you know, let's let's play around. Let's kind of have some fun and do something a bit silly. And, you know, he's just kind of, it does feel like he's just kind of improvising these lyrics. And yeah, no, and I mean, there's, there's value in that, but it does kind of feel like it's a, it's a jam session type of feeling, you know, and, the, and on, on the, uh, on the kiss single, though, is the extended version, which goes on for almost seven minutes. Um, yeah. I haven't listened to, but I mean, I, you know, I think this version, four minutes of it is pretty much, and I, it, think I mean, we get, we get the point know. after four minutes, I would say. Yeah. I think you could probably take another minute off this and you still yeah. have roughly the same effect. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's unusual that obviously, you know, um, Kiss is like a number one single. Everyone knows the song. You know, it's a huge success. And, uh-huh. you know, the B-side is kind of forgotten. Uh, apart from for one very specific reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where... <laughs> everyone everyone knows the original song from Under the Cherry Moon, Love or Money. That's that's what everybody thinks of. First thing <laughs> yeah, comes yeah. into your mind. Yeah. When you think of Parade, the only track you can yeah. think of is Love or Money. Uh, now, obviously, you know, at the at the seventh Golden Raspberry Awards, um, you know, held on the twenty eighth of March, nineteen eighty seven, um, at, at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Prince managed to win Worst Director, Worst Actor, and also Worst Original Song. Now, those first two, uh, those first two, I will, and also he tied for Worst yeah. Picture with Howard the Duck. <laughs> now, those first two, I will give. Um, I will give the Golden Raspberries. I don't think Jerome Benton should have won 
um, you know, worst supporting actor. I think uh-huh. that uh, I think that Tim Robbins probably was was did a worse. Oh my job god! Oh man! Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. Uh, just uh, having flashbacks right here. <laughs> uh, I mean, Madonna won for Shanghai Surprise for worst actress. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that was kind of justified. Um, you know, uh, Dom DeLuise for some reason won for Haunted Honeymoon as worst supporting actress, <laughs> which uh, which fortunately meant that Kristen Scott Thomas did not win worst supporting actress. Uh-huh. Um, otherwise, you know, Under the Cherry Moon could have could have well taken like the, the could have top, swept the top, all the, the top swept prizes. The Razzies, man. Yeah, uh, how the Duck managed to win worst screenplay over Under the Cherry Moon, which was nominated, as was Shanghai Surprise and uh, Cobra, for some reason had a lot of nominations that year as well. Um, I would I would agree with Cobra. Uh, yeah, I mean I think it's not a I think it's a middling gem of cinema. Alone. Yeah. yeah, but and then 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 the worst new star was awarded to the people in the Howard the Duck suit. Oh man. Over over Kristen Scott Thomas. Yeah, well I mean thank goodness for that. That would that would be humiliating <laughs> if she lost to the people in the Howard the Duck suit. Yes, which her career is over. <laughs> which also got worst visual effects. Um, and unusually, I definitely agree with yeah, that. Yeah, which uh, well, unusually, worst career achievement was given to Bruce the Shark from Jaws, Jaws Two, and Jaws Three D, which feels like a weird uh, kind of award. Weird. It, it doesn't see make much sense for the, the the time. Yeah, I would think. I mean, Jaws. It's like a little bit late to the game. It's not like Jaws Four came out yet, which is um pretty. That's a that's a career low for the franchise well jaws 4 came out after these awards so, so. yeah so i mean I, they, they should have saved that for that yeah. that's what i'm trying to say I don't, anyway so but yeah and then of course love all money won worst uh, original song um taking mm. taking the prize away from howard the duck by um thomas dolby uh george clinton um not that not yeah. that george clinton <laughs> a different george clinton um and ali wills um and also, uh, I do what I do from nine and a half weeks. Now, there are a number of songs in nine and a half weeks, mm-hmm. but I don't remember that song at all. Um, written by, J- <laughs> it seems like they're they're really going through the bottom of the barrel here for the nomination. Yeah, and Shanghai I mean, Surprise. Like they gotta pick the Shang- the pick the wiki song from from Under the Cherry Moon to nominate for the worst song, and then yeah, I, I mean, I guess they couldn't pick Kiss because that was like a number one hit. Yeah, that's a, um, it's an amazing but, song. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there are there are still a, there are a handful of songs that they could have picked that are actually on you know parade. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then of course Shanghai Surprise from Shanghai Surprise, written by George Harrison, producer mm. of Shanghai Surprise, it should be said. Uh, and I, I mean, I don't remember that Madonna contributed any songs to that film, so that's probably why that got the, the nomination. Just, I mean, I don't think that this is a you know a Razzie winning song. No, <laughs> uh, it's a middling you know. Prince song, but it's not like like worst song material, considering like some of the just inane pieces of shit that were coming around at that time of year, you know. Not time of year, but that that time of the decade for sure, mid eighties stuff. There's yeah, I mean, there's got to be worse shit like, out there than that. I feel like Howard the Duck or or Shanghai Surprise are easily worse than Love. Yeah, Army. absolutely. Um, you know, uh, how Howard the Duck, uh, Howard the Duck theme song. As I as I said uh, earlier, it was I think it sounds a lot like Let's Go Crazy, and that's that's kind of insulting. Uh, that that <laughs> did not. That like it's like Charlie Chaplin taking home uh, second place of the impersonator contest, you know. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it does have a kind of a bit of a let's go crazy influence, let's say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so you know, I don't think that was justified for me personally. I would say that this is really only a three out of five. I can't go any higher than that. I, I would, I would give it a straight three. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel it's like the song says that much. I mean, just saying the words "love" or "money" over and over again doesn't really kind of get, mm. get across any particular idea, like. You know the fact that it take the fact that it plays underneath like very briefly that kind of like shopping montage. It's like, well, like is this because of the the word money's in that song? Like, why is this under the <laughs> yeah. shopping montage? Like, why couldn't this have just been score underneath this shopping montage? No, yeah, for sure. You know, why, um, why did we need a song? I feel like it's it's uh, semi influential in terms of a couple of ideas that I hear later on in Prince's catalog. Um, but I mean, other than that sort of value, it does kind of feel like like maybe like a Kiss first draft almost. It's like there's there's yeah a similar kind of tone there, but it's like not all the way there. I don't really. I mean, it's like it's a demo kind of. Un- unrelated to this, Prince has two songs later on. One of which is called Love, and the other which is just <laughs> simply known as a dollar sign. Oh. Um, so, so so he kind of you know he returned to. Um, you know, to kind of making, you know, songs with those names. Love comes off 3121, so obviously it's going to be a while before we discuss that. And, um, you know... Yeah, another uh, uh, thousand years. Yeah, yeah and, and Dollar is off uh, Lotus Flower. So, uh-huh. you know, it's, it's going to be a while before we get to those. But yeah, I mean, I the song doesn't really feel like it's saying anything, and it doesn't really feel like it serves a purpose in the film. Uh, but at the same time... It doesn't feel like it's a Razzie, Razzie yeah. award-winning song. You know, I feel like that's too much of a... I feel like that's kind of condemning it way too much. For, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Consider that there was a song from the Poseidon Adventure which won the Oscar <laughs> for Best Song in the 70s. So, oh, like, you know, there are way worse songs that have won actual awards. <laughs> um, you know, the fact that this kind of got a Razzie, which, if if we're honest, it's just basically the opinions of one super catty person in Hollywood. Yes, for sure. Um, it's like, um, <laughs> same with like the Golden Turkey Awards or whatever. It's like one dude's putting this out and doesn't really have any merit as far as like being an institution. You know, it's just like, hey, these these are bad in, in my opinion. And then, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've got a, I, I feel fishy about the Razzies in general. I, I mean, I think they're nothing, at this particular point in time, they kind of, there's never really any imagination in what yeah. the Razzies pick as the worst things of the year. Like they always end up, you know, it's like, it's going to be like the, the movie that's notable in the press for having like the worst stuff in it. Like it, it's all gimmies basically. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to predict this year's Razzies cause I feel like, you know, you're a fool if you want to try and get into the, the, the Razzie prediction game. Um, uh-huh. But it feels certainly like this year stuff like transformers. The last night is going to, you know, he's going to win, like, um, worst effects, and it's going to win worst actor for, I don't know, mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins, or, yeah, the, you know, it's going to, or, or, or basically, oh, man. or, or um, Stanley Tucci is going to win worst supporting mm-hmm. actor, and, you know, Optimus Prime is going to win worst something, I don't know, like, it just feels like, you know, the Razzies kind of ended up turning into this thing where it's, it's kind of like, stuff that people already know is a terrible there's yeah, nothing the, kind of the cheap target of Michael Bay and like M. Night Shyamalan and I don't feel like, like I don't think like they kind of discover anything you know whereas yeah. at least, I mean in the 80s sometimes they would come up with interesting winners but um, you know as with Love or Money they would also sometimes mm-hmm. kind of take these bizarre shots where you're like really? Um, yeah it's like <laughs> It feels like you're going out of your way to find a song to dislike from the Under the Cherry Moon soundtrack because, like, that's definitely the best part of the movie. Yes, but yeah, this is it. Like, any 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 kind of quotes about the film w- would always play yeah. up the fact that the songs are great. 
So it, it just feels like weird that that's that's kind of what you what they ended up taking the shot at. So uh huh. But anyway, uh, it's really weird because Prince actually did perform this song live a few times, um, but he mostly mm. just kind of took the the hook of it, the kind of love or money part, and he put it into other songs. So occasionally he'd play "It's Gonna Be a Beautiful Night" and then he'd turn it into it "Love or Money" and then kind of go back to it. I was I was thinking that that would actually be a, like a good setting for that. Yeah, like a, like a you know. Uh, in, in like a little bit of uh, hey remember this and then it's gone yeah and you know like like one or two minutes of the song is good and later on he would he would he put it into um, sexy mf which obviously has quite a big horn uh-huh. part so it's quite easy to kind of segue a little bit into love or money and then kind of return to sexy mf uh, but he never really yeah. kind of played the song by itself which is understandable because essentially you know it's a it's a forgotten <laughs> b-side you know and and he didn't even include it on the beast you know the actual b-side collection that he put out so <laughs> You know. Which is, yeah, that's kind of a <laughs> weird move in my opinion, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've said as much as we possibly can about Love or Money. Uh, so yeah, we've, we've kind of, yeah, the, the it's run dry, I think. Yeah, so, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything we should plug, Noah? Um, I'm on Twitter uh, at I am the best Noah, um, and uh, you can find me on SoundCloud at, um, my name is Zeta Waves on there, just search it, uh, uh got a couple of things going on yeah great stuff and you can find us on facebook at prince track by track or on twitter at prince podcast or you could email us not sure why you would uh, unless you're the organizer of the razzies and you wish to no oh boy <laughs> wish to put in a stern defense of the awards of of 1987 <laughs> Um, <laughs> then be, feel free Weird to hell email. to die on, in my opinion. Uh, feel feel free to email me at princetrackbytrack at gmail <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Otherwise, thanks for being my guest. Oh yeah, absolutely. And goodbye. Bye. Bye.